0: Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkent suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkhamp! Us magnificent.
1: The move and then this which
0: left Dabby's ass totally stranded.
1: Hello, and welcome to a Burkhat Wonderland live. This is the game for what was it? it was Bournemouth nil, Arsenal three. Should have been a hell of a lot more with me to celebrate this momentous game. Is uh, Mr. Carl Walker, the man who ruined everybody's journey to work this week. How are you? I suppose you've had your feet up all week, enjoying yourself. I'm fucking tired. I've done eight nights in a row. I am really tired. Like, I finished this morning
0: and. I normally do seven nights in a row and I think you kind of get your head mentally geared up for that. Um I'm not like Ellis who does like one night in a row and moans, Oh, I'm so busy. Don't, no, whatever. Um, real men do seven nights in a row. But um, I done eight and I wasn't mentally prepared for the eighth night, and I am absolutely shattered. Like I'm really I'm ready to go to my bed now, but I need to stay up a little bit longer so I can sleep properly tonight until tomorrow. Not that you really care about my woes, people, because I <laughs> just one, but I felt like I needed to share with you
1: because
0: we're family, right?
1: So, you know. Sharing is caring, Carl. Let's have a, uh, they're let's they're say close. hello to some of the people in the chat box. Pete Coulson is there. Joshua Page. Lars goran in. I think I'll try that. Super Valley Billy Billy bung de Bong Uh Stefan is there. Eustace Pathetic Noob. Rolls Lusser. Um, Who else is it? Uh, Harvey is there. Carlito, formerly Noza. Rudy, Avon, Stephen. Where else are we down to? Some that I haven't seen yet. Cy is there and Robert Clegg is there. Right. um, Let's have a little look at my notes, shall we? Uh, Carl, top of the league. 100% record. We are the top goal scorers. Best goal difference. And would you believe we're already nine points ahead of Man United? Ah! what a season. What a time to be alive, Carl. What's your initial thoughts of the game? How giddy are you? I was just don't understand why we just don't...
0: The other 19 teams in the league just don't give up now. Because you might as well, like we're going to win it anyway. So whether you know you give us a title now or you give us a title in May, it makes no difference. We're going to win it. So they must just ring the bell um, like a boxing match. Everyone's just been t code. Um, do you know what I'm actually? Know it's, you're it's, wrong. Look at that. Do you know what? <laughs> just a, <laughs> Two of on. them. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's such a contrast to last year, last season. Like this time last season, after three games, we just lost to
1: Chelsea, Thomas, Chelsea, Liverpool.
0: No. no, no, no. Who did we? Brentford. So we lost. To, we lost to Brentford. Second game was. Man Chelsea. City.
1: Man City then Chelsea. Chelsea.
0: Yeah, so we just got to Chelsea after three games and everyone was doom and gloom. Everyone was thinking, shit, like, Arteta definitely was, obviously, he was threatened about his job because, you know, he loses the first three games of the season. And it was a weird season, but nonetheless, we lost three games and, you know, we were pissed. But just think of the difference how we are now. We're so related. We just won our first three games of the season. And, you know, we're up there, like you said, we're nine points um ahead of, that team from Manchester, we flipping top of the table. You know, it's just it's just the feel good factor within Arsenal is really good, and that showed amongst the fans today because anyone who watched the game on TV, you would have thought that was an Arsenal home game. The amount of chanting you heard because literally all you could all you could hear was the Arsenal away fans, and credit to them, um, there wasn't many because Bournemouth is a small ground. I think I could hold that many people in my house um how small bournemouth ground is but those i think it was like a thousand fans maybe they were chanting for the whole game it was just lovely to hear and it was lovely that the arsenal football team gave them something to chant about
1: that's yes, indeed uh what else did i write down in my notes um do you know the last time we were we went undefeated well we won the first three games of the premier league season
0: i'm going to say something like 30 years ago or probably the invincibles
1: season oh next season 2004-5 we won the first five and was undefeated in the first nine we scored 29 goals and then something happened at Old Trafford that we're not going to talk about but uh 29 goals in the first nine games of the season I know seasons where we've barely scored 29 goals in a season so to do that then was was absolutely magnificent um so uh yeah let's start with the first goal Carl, because uh as it's you and me, and we've we we got a bit of chemistry going on here. I haven't made too many. It's just mainly about the goals. But the fourth minute, uh, were you ready for this goal? Did you see it? What do you think of it? I was. Tell us about it. I was. Um,
0: I was just settling in, I think, and it was. You know, we. I was when I watch games. I never watch the build up because I'm not interested in it. I just give me to the whistle, and that's it. Saw so the team. Um, just to talk about the team really, really quickly, Danny. Um, I. I know mean, people say, don't mess with a winning team. If it's not broken, don't fix it. There's no need to. And I get that. Um, and I honestly thought that maybe Tommy Asu might have come in for Ben White today, just for an out-and-out fullback. Um But Ben White, you know, he hasn't put a foot wrong. He obviously assisted today as well, but he hasn't done um, kind of a foot wrong. So I was kind of happy for the team to kind of stay as it is, if that makes sense. But... For me, when Ben White plays, he plays, as I said, the back, but in. But the first goal, I know Odegaard scored it, but you have to give it to Gabriel Jesus. That run, when he got the ball from, I think it was Ben White, and he turned and uh, ran out of Bournemouth defence and popped it off before popped off to Martin Lennie. That's the reason why we bought him. That's what we were missing from last year. Like... There are so many teams, all the teams that said that they were in for Gabriel Jesus right now must be kicking themselves, thinking, how did we not get this guy? Or how did Arsenal get him? Or why did Man City give him away or let him go to Arsenal? Because hes I feel like now he's been let off the leash. You know, at Man City, he was always a behind Aguero. You know? He was never the main man. And when you put someone in the limelight and you make them the main man and you tell them they're the main man, they play like it. And today and also all the other previous three games, he's playing like the main man. Um that run was just absolutely brilliant. I'm talking about four defenders, uh, popped it off to Martinelli. Martinelli had a shot, uh saved by the goalkeeper and it was Odegaard right spot, um, just about on the penalty spot, side footed in. Just absolutely brilliant goal all round. And what I like is that our players don't give up. They run forward. You know, there were so many times, Danny, do you remember when we couldn't get a player into the box? Like, we, would, the cutback would happen and there'd be no one there. And now it's just brilliant that the midfielders and the forwards trust the defenders, that they can go forward that quickly. And, you know, don't not worry about the counter-attack if we miss. But, yeah, the first goal, brilliant. But I know Olegar scored it again, but credit has to go to Gabriel Jesus.
1: Um, I think this, um, the opposition players are scared of him. The way that he was threaded through, like up at there, the uh, Ben White clears the ball into midfield, Jason gets it, runs and shimmy-shammies past three or four players. I couldn't even count them first two times and gets to the edge of the box. So uh, no wonder he got man of the match. It's very rare that you're going to get a team where the captain scores two goals and, uh, and Martinelli gets two assists, and uh, but yet uh, the striker, who uh, who didn't get an assist or any of that stuff? It was the one who got the man of the match. Well done, Alan Smith. I mean, it might have been a little bit biased because they're both number nines. But it's just absolutely fantastic to see. I loved it. So, would you? Uh, you were saying about the lineup. So are you happy with the lineup? Would you? Yeah,
0: uh, would you- I, I, I don't have. I I don't have any issue. The only thing I would I would say, and I'm not a manager, but you know they know is. Remember last season when we was having a bad run and then we brought in these um, players, but every time we brought them in, they didn't play well because they were cold. They had no match fitness, no match games. I feel like we just need to bring people in. It's the start of the season, I get it, but I feel like we need to bring people in. So when, we are, when they are called upon, they're not cold. I mean, there's times that like Sambi was called upon and because he had no match fitness, uh, he was you know, he didn't play well, same as Tavares. Like, you know, we'd bring him in and he hadn't played for God knows how long and everyone wanted him to play brilliantly, but if you haven't played for weeks and weeks and weeks, you can't just do that. But I think like that Arteta's doing it with his substitutions, he's trying to play Tommy back in because you can see that he's that's twice now that Tommy has come off the bench to come on, same with um Uh, Smith Rowe doing the same thing. Same with Eddie. I think he's trying to keep these players fresh for if and when we need him. Because Gabriel Jesus can't play every single game of the season. It's impossible, especially when we go into Europa League uh, times. You know, more than likely Eddie will be the starter. Um, So he's trying to integrate, you know, some of the people into the squad. But I don't have a problem with um, the starting lineup today. Not at all. I think it was the right call. Like I said, if it's not broke. Don't fix it. Like, don't be a tinker, man. But I just feel like we need to maybe integrate soon because I think it's, what are we, September? Uh, it's the end of this month, isn't it, that Europa League starts. So, yeah. You know, we're going to need to start, definitely going to need to start getting these players off the bench and match fit.
1: Um, our oh, Nick has just been through our preview video and he's brought this up. Only one person went into the uh, into our comments and put the result in there and that was uh it's not bloody come up has it why hasn't it done that oh that's annoying anyway uh it was i've got it up here it was mrs west lower but 3-0 to the Arsenal. Come on, you gunners. The only person to bother putting it in our chat. Absolutely shameful. But Nick is all because Nick's good. He's gone and got a screen grab from the um, from the live chat. Brady's banana, 3-0. Screen boy, 2-0. Adam, 4-2. Paul, Nell, 3-1. Um, Natasha Nunez nipped in at the end of a 3-0. Gabby, Saka and Zinni. Well, close. Pete Coulson said 2-1. Petri said 5-0. Tom Andrew 3-1. Peter Wilson, Nick's dad, said 3-0. So there you go, people. Only because Nick reminded me of far I'd have completely forgot. Well done to those who did it. And this one should have gone in the comments. You should have put your, your, your um, guesses in there. Um, next next thing I've got, Carl, is 10th uh, minute. Um, goal by Odegaard. Assist by White. Pre-assist by Saka. Ben White again. Brings it up from midfield um, brings it upfield and does a quick one-two with Saka on the right-hand side of the pitch, almost offside as Ben crosses it low to Jazers, who I now spell J-A-Y-S-U-S. So I remember how to say it. I'm awful with names, but Odegaard steps in ahead of him, nicks it off him, and bangs it in at a tight angle. Magnificent! And there's no arguments, like you were saying earlier, Carl. Um, how many years have gone by where the ball will be around the edge of the box, tippy-tappy, tippy-tappy? We've got two players that, that um, Ben White squ- um, squared it to, and either of those two would have scored. It's it's almost um, – we're just being spoiled, aren't we?
0: Yeah, like I said, I think it's more of a trust thing because I think back when we had the likes of um, our defenders, Sokratis, um you know, those sort of people, I don't think we quite trusted the defence, so we knew that the counter-attack, if it came, we'd have to get as many men back as possible, and we tried to definitely kind of up against that, and I think now, there is a kind of a trust with Saliba, Gabriel, Ben White at the back, and Zinchenko, who kind of plays as a midfielder anyway, um, there's trust that he will get back. But you're right. This this the second goal was a thing of you. You know, Ben White with an overlap, which was just brilliant. Uh, played like a proper fullback, not a centre back. And I think because Ben White has played that fullback, played that centre back, played in midfield, I think that makes him a better all round player, which I really really like. Um, because he's got his he's got his head screwed on, so he knows. I mean, the overlap was brilliant. Out to Saka, then him just running around, wasn't picked up by any defender which Bournemouth's kind of uh, defended was left a lot to be desired today, let's be very honest. But do you know what? It is what it is. And like you said, the cutback was there between him and Jesus and it was Odegaard who took the shot and scored and just a thing of beauty. You kind of get, what I mean, like it's just lovely. So to see things like that, it just makes you so happy because, you know, we was in a bad place last season. Um, we, Credit goes to Arteta and the training team and players as well, because the, the players are the ones that have to go out on the pitch and execute their plans. And it just seems like everyone at Arsenal is having fun at the moment. Like, they're all happy. They're happy to go into training. They're happy to go out on the pitch. They're playing for each other. There's no, like, leaks coming out um, of the dressing room. There's no stories. Everyone just seems happy. It seems like everyone's got their role, you know, at the moment, there is a real feel-good factor around Arsenal and it's reflecting with the results on the pitch.
1: I've gone and made an error. Um, for our on our chat people for inside StreamYard, you have they have the little star, then you have three little dots next to it. I went to click on the star for what Nick had done. The three little dots popped up, and then I went to click star and I've accidentally put Nick on a timeout. But at least I didn't ban him. So uh, sorry about that, Nick. But Nick understands how it is with my fat fingers. Uh, I'm lucky that I didn't ban myself. So like formerly knows says, poor Nick. Nick understands. I've just been DMing him. Um, oh, he hasn't seen it yet. He's probably got the right. He's going to come round and murder me. Uh, wise words as always, Carl. Wise words. Fourteenth um, minute. Bournemouth had a great had a breakaway twice now, and each time either Gabrielle the defender or Saliba has kept up with their striker and then got the ball or made them go wide. Brilliant. Just having quick defenders shows how high a press we can have. Because how many years, again, going back to how, years ago, that we uh, we do the high, trying to do the high press, and then we get caught out because our defenders can't run back. I mean, you have pictures of Mertesacker breathing out of his arse, turning like milk. Uh, Koscielny was a little bit nippy, but he couldn't do it. Gabriel version one that we ended up um, sending back to Spain, he couldn't do it. Now we have got two, maybe three centre-backs that are as as quick as stink. And then these the striker must be thinking we're we going to get one or two chances a game. And then I have got one, two or three centre-backs all over me when Ben White's playing at right back. It's Fantastic, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think you're right when you say about the fear factor. Because um, there were times, Danny, you would know and some of our older uh, listeners will know, is that back in the, I am going to talk about during the war, but in the hybrid days, um, you'd be in the tunnel, you'd look over and you'd see the likes of Patrick Vieira. You'd see... Emmanuel Pate, you'd see uh, all those players per camera. And the game was already won before we even went out onto the pitch. You know, they, you know the big teams were almost not like, intimidated. The same as Man United. Man United was exactly the same. Look over the Man United team. And genuinely, other teams were being intimidated. And Arsenal kind of lost that, like, for a good 10 years. You like, know, yeah a yeah, good 10 years, we lost that. And I think now, people are going to look over Defenders are going to look over and see Gabriel Jesus and think, I'm in for a really tough game today. They're going to see Saliba, they're going to see Ben White, they're going to see Gabriel and think, oh God, I'm going to have to try and get through these three, like to try and score. Um, you know, they're going to see Thomas Partey to and granite and think. Thomas Partey just literally sweeps up everything. He just gets the ball and he dictates play. Granit Xhaka, I don't know where he's going to be. I don't know if he's going to play a high line um, almost up with um, Odegaard or is he going to drop back? I don't know what he's going to do. And we are slowly getting it back because there's no way that teams are not planning just for Gabriel Jesus. But, you know, like Mike Tyson said very famously, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. So... Um, so you can plan all you want but it's not necessarily going to happen that's trying to stop it
1: Petri has just followed me on the Twitter, I'm very mean with my Twitter I only follow people that I know but Petri, I can announce that ABW the podcast is your first ever follow on Twitter so I've just gone and cut and pasted you into Twitter on the podcast account, and we followed you. Anybody else wants to follow from the podcast account? Just give us a little nod, shout, a scream, a wave, and we'll get it done as sooner rather than, than later. Uh, Kalita wants me to get a yellow card for timing out. Nick, I sent him a DM saying sorry, and I put it in the WhatsApp group saying sorry. Oh, he says he probably deserved it. Fuck him then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a quote from Rudy. I didn't. An- oh no, I can't favorite it, Rudy, because I don't know. If I do time anyone out, don't worry. I'll untime you. It'll just be five minutes, but I'll very rarely do it. Um, Mikel Arteta on Big Willie Saliba's goal against Bournemouth. Quote, that's the last thing I'd expect, but credit to the boy for the way he is playing and performing. When was the last time you were this excited about a defender, Carl?
0: Never. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> Any Arsenal defender, like, do you, know, no, do you know the last time I was this excited about a defender? Good. Uh, when we signed. So can't walk. Oh no! That's the last time. That <laughs> uh-huh. is the last time I was excited because I still remember where I was when it, it was announced on Arsenal.com. I was in college, and these are the days where internet was really, really slow. And I, like, heard I it Radio on, five. I used to go on Arsenal.com every single day, like in college, on in the computer room. I just remember there's a picture of him and Arsene Wenger walking. I was like oh my God, we (laughs) signed, they were shouting, like, we signed Saul Campbell because those are the days where transfers were a secret and you could actually, you know, keep stuff a secret. But, uh, yeah, but I am excited for him. I really am because he's coming, you know, he's done his, he's done his duty. He's gone out to France. He nearly
1: said he's done his time.
0: (laughs) I know. You know, he's done what he needed to do. He's gone to France and he's played, you know, games and He's come back to Arsenal, and the thing is, he's come back to Arsenal with open arms as well. Like everyone loves him. He's got about three songs about him already. Um, he is... A, I'm not going to say he's world-class, because he's not at the moment. He, he's definitely not. But he's a very good defender. Yes, we're only three games in, and yes, we've only played um, Bournemouth, and yes, we've only um, those sort of teams. But you can only play who's in front of you. Yes, there's going to be bigger tests... Um, when we have to play the likes of Tottenham, because I'm not even putting Maggie United in that bracket because they're a flipping shambles of a club at the moment. So, um, looking at our fixtures, it flashed up on Sky, and I was literally looking at it, and I think the next six or seven fixtures it showed. And I was saying, thinking to myself, we should win almost every one of those games, and I think our next, quote-unquote, hardest game is Tottenham at home, which is always going to be, like... A a, an atmosphere, but um yeah, that is gonna be brilliant. But yeah, as for William Sally, but you know what? Like he's gonna. I keep saying this every time I'm on the pod that he's gonna make mistakes. There, he made one mistake against um Leicester, he scored a known goal. The next game he bounces back and scores an absolute weldy So, you know, the boy just he's and he is a boy now, he's 20, what 21. He's still learning his trade and he's going to learn. So he's going to make mistakes. And when he makes mistakes, let's jump on him. Let's just put an arm around him and we keep on going.
1: Wise words indeed. Um, what was I going to do? Ah, some more. more Rudy's given us some more quotes and, and things from the uh, from the game. Arteta says the Arsenal players are all singing the Saliba chant in the changing room after the game. And we've seen how much in the all or nothing, we've seen how much the players love to, uh, they have the comrade race, comrade, how good they are together. It's, uh, camaraderie, it's it. that's it. I was trying to put ship at the end of that, it just wasn't working. Another one from Rudy Zinchenko on saliba quote he is unbelievable i wish he keeps going he is incredible and another one arteta on if the transfer policy changes with a good start quote that doesn't change we know we are short we have to add more firepower and we can do it oh what does that say to you
0: i think he knows i think he knows we need to add another winger we have to uh the fact that pepe wasn't in the squad today. I mm. think that speaks volumes that like he didn't even make the bench. So hopefully he is on his way to, I think it's niece, isn't it? This yep. which is being quoted with Mr. Ramsey. With Aaron Ramsey, yes. No, I've got to go join up with Aaron. Um, so hopefully once he's out, then we can get, you know, the maybe the winger that we kind of are crying out for. Because I do believe that we definitely need another person for the right-hand side because... Um, Saka can't play every single game. Uh so I I'm kind of hopeful that we have got a winger within mind and as soon as Pepes out um we can do do a deal and whoever same with Tillman's as well. Um Yuri Tillman was on the bench today for Leicester.
1: Oh, they're having um, a bad start, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and that was quite and, and What's the manager's name again? Uh, I his name. Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers was saying, oh, he's not in the right frame of mind. So maybe that's just him thinking, oh, I need to go. Maybe, do you know what it is? There's rumours going around. Um, I'm going to try and get Simon on the pod this week if Chris allows it. Um, oh. Because there's rumours that uh, Leicester wants something like 25 million and Arsenal are like, he's got one year left in his contract. Mm, we're not paying 25 million, so I think Leicester are kind of holding him and also um, the other defender uh, at ransom for Chelsea as well. Um, so
1: oh, yes, the um, right side defender. Yeah, one we turned inside out when we played him last week. <laughs> he yeah. made, made his, how is he a 70 million pound defender when we just made him look like uh, Fafana?
0: Yeah, Fafana. He made him look like. Have been
1: made him look like Lilana. <laughs> yeah, <that's>
0: just <laughs> uh absolute joke. So um listen, Leicester are in a bit of a in problems, but just by the I don't really care about them. Um but yeah we, we need I still think we do need an extra player and hopefully we get the deal done before the end of the window next week, isn't it? Next Monday.
1: Uh, Thursday, I think, uh, the first of September is a Thursday. We have talked about. We took us five minutes to figure this out in the pre-show pod. Oh, um,
0: yes, so hopefully we get the deals
1: done. A couple more notes before half time. Twenty fifth minute, Jesus comes on, comes so deep to get the ball. Just came inside of our own half to get the ball from Saliba, and then a minute later, booking for Bournemouth, fouled Saka, but in the replay, it looks a little bit like he got a toe to the ball. Saka's been very, is, is it fair to say Saka's been very quiet? When we've said that Erdegaard had been very quiet for the first two games of the season, then look what he did today. Is it? I think it is unfair for people to go, he's been quiet, but just leave him. And then Martinelli's going to have a quiet game, and then Saka will have a hell of a game. It's just everyone, you, you can't have everyone all banging in goals, getting assists and pre-assists and all that, all at the same time, because we'd win the league by Christmas, and that's not fair on everyone else, is it?
0: No, this is what I'm saying. That team just needs to give up and just give us the title already. Um, <laughs> we've already got a gold one. So, you know, we win every game. Is that a platinum one we get? No, but um in all seriousness, you have to understand that we're three games in to a 38 league game season, plus how many Europa, Europa League games, plus a, a World Cup right in the middle, plus FA Cup, plus League Cup. This is a long season, people. And just because they're not firing in the first three games doesn't mean that they're not going to fire towards the end of the season. I, do you know what? If Saka didn't get a single goal between now and the new year, and then he scored ten goals to bring the title home, I'm talking like we're actually going to win the title. Look at me, I'm drunk, I'm goal drunk, Danny. Lambs, <laughs> <what>? uh, <laughs> but yeah, if he like scores ten goals between after the World Cup and the end of the season, which you know propels us up the table, I'll be absolutely ecstatic. So, you know, I'm not worried that, that the first three games he hasn't scored, like I'm, I'm not worried in the status. Has Salah scored? Salah hasn't scored this season yet, has he? I believe. Um, do you know I what I mean? So,
1: how is Salah oh, not a striker in the um in the fantasy football? What's going on, on with that
0: midfielder? I love he's. I want him he's a he better score on um on Monday because
1: I've captained him. Okay. Anyway, by the way. Good. Right. Um half time stats. Um we beat them shots eight to nil, corners four to nil, duels 18 total passes, sit down for this one, Cole. Three hundred and ninety seven to hundred and forty seven. It's vendable, oh, isn't it? it? <laughs> it like, I'll spend that team, like pass accuracy 90% 73 to us possession 7327 absolutely amazing got some some quotes here from um where was it it's from Rudy uh this one says Aaron Ramsdale on William Sleeper's beautiful strike against Bournemouth quote I don't know where he Sleeper has pulled that from I've seen that as a clearance before <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm saving all your questions, people. I've just got the last one from as a couple from Pete. So I will do them at the end as usual. Um, got a couple of photos to share with you, you beautiful people. Where is it? Um here it is. Can anybody there spot anyone famous from ABW at the Colorado Gooners, one of our finest, has gone over there on holiday to take the family to a uh, Disneyland World. Can you see him? Can you see him, Carl? You know he is because I I cut and I, I zoomed in and took a picture of him. But can anyone see who is there? And I see what what names you're going to come up with. Oh, there's another question there from Site, lovely jubbly. Um, It doesn't look like they're going to put any guesses in, does it? Uh, they're not. Know, they're not guessing. I, this is
0: just for the people who are watching on YouTube. If you're yeah. listening on any other platform, one of our ABW members has. Uh, he always says he's got no money, but I don't believe him. He's taken his family to America. Again. Of course, he is. He, yeah, take his family to America, and he's dumped his family to go and watch a an Arsenal game. Uh, our softly spoken Femi. Um, oh, apparently it's not Colorado, you tit. It's Orlando.
1: Danny. Why did Ooh. I say Colorado? I know it's bloody Orlando. That's where Disneyland World is. Colorado, that's... Hold on. That's where this tit lives. That isn't Colorado. I know. I'm obsessed by you, Andy, you life-saving bag. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh,
0: our family has gone over to Orlando to go and watch an Arsenal game. And he's met up with some people. And because he's so famous, probably the most famous person in ABW... Uh, they were chanting his name. More famous than Chris. Easy. Um, they have recognised him, and he's out there lording it up signing autographs and selling the abw brand uh, as yeah. a good person he is but yes no Femi, well done he's gone over there to watch an arsenal game uh, and he's watched uh arsenal win 3-0 probably got up at an ungodly time of the morning to go and find a bar to watch it and now he knows how our lovely american gooners have to get up stupid o'clock in the morning to watch our games so well
1: done to all the American Gunners and Femi as well. Like, and Chris stuff. Lodato, um, as soon as he found out that Femi was going over there, Chris said, come and I'll come and meet you and I'll take you to the bar. And uh, that's Chris who has been on a few times in ABW. Lovely man too. Let's um, yeah. look at some other pictures. There's uh, a Saliba celebrating after he scored the goal for people at home, on the bus, in the bath and on the toilet. There's, uh, everyone, they got that, That everyone is smiling. Xhaka almost falling over. He's, he's laughing so much. And um, this goal is from Erdegaard's, uh, I think it was Erdegaard's second goal where he stole it off of uh, Jesus. And um, this one is uh, Jesus celebrating after Erdegaard scored. <laughs> <laughs> You've nicked my goal, you scumbag. Um, this is the, for the, um, and he said, following. this is a Bournemouth uh, manager not looking very happy. What is it with the, the four white stripes on his cardigan? Is that a brand that he's got or something? Because it's silly. Probably.
0: Probably it's um,
1: some sort of grand but and um, um, there's um, a, the boys celebrating after yet another goal, and um, what's this one for? uh Jacca uh, and Erdegard having a little cuddle, lovely. And then this is uh this is big Willie Saliba's halftime stats: accurate passes, sixty three out of sixty three. He had sixty five touches. Now, do you remember when I said I was watching him play last season for Marseille and the one before that at Nice? And him and his two centre back partners, because they played three at the back for Nice, He was; they were all getting over 100, 100 passes per game and usually getting in the high 90 percentages. And we haven't had that for years, have we? Now we've got a bloke who can really brilliantly, like Sol Campbell used to do, play it out from the back, like like Colo Toure used to. Just having that gives us so many more options all over the place. And you just, I mean, Ram and Ramsdale would probably be thinking, oh, I can have a little lay down here because these lot have got it all sorted in front of me, can't he? Brilliant. yeah i mean we've gone from mustafi
0: to Saliba, which is the one of the biggest upgrades in <laughs> life um but do you know i mean like i said it's three games in we're just hyping them up uh, alone may it continue definitely
1: second half uh, 49th minute Ramsdale at his shenanigans yet again misjudges his goal kick and almost messes up and blame their player for getting in his way he needs to calm down who's playing out from the back that is a. is uh, had...
0: I've said this and Mick came for me when I said this I worry about Ramsdale I still do um, yes he's young he's not like the finished article I get it but I feel like his concentration I feel like he loses his head like, I think he's like a, a hyperactive kid when he's got nothing to do and he has got finally has one thing to do. He, just, he can't control it. He has to do something like a 100 miles an hour. He can't just mellow out and just chill. Um, I'm not saying he needs to be replaced, but I am worried about uh, Ramsdale. But like I said, it's three games into the season. Um, he's kept two clean sheets so far this season, uh, which was vastly better than the end of last season when he could not give a clean sheet for love nor money. Um, so right now, I'm happy with him. I'm not saying we need to put Matt Turner in or anything like that, but you know, I, he, I mean, he's no David De Gea. He's not going to make a clanging like that um, at all. But for me, he just like, you know, when like, because we're so good. Sorry, Danny, I keep talking saying, like I know, I know you hate it. Um, <laughs> when our team is so good and he's got nothing to do. I think a goalkeeper's job is really hard because you have to keep the concentration levels. You have to keep on watching the play. And when you are called upon, you have to do something. And I feel like sometimes Aaron Bramsdale lets that slip a little bit. But, you know, credit to him. I can't fault him. He, We didn't concede a goal today. Um, he didn't have that many saves to do. I think he had one from long range, which he literally had to stretch to save. I think that's a TV save. I don't, I don't think he really needed to do that. But
1: He did a few yeah. of those, didn't he? made a big deal about some of the saves just to make himself, uh, just for the highlights. Yeah I, like, I,
0: yeah, I feel like there's one definitely that like, he didn't need to do that save. Like, he could have caught it. But you know what? Like I said, we didn't concede, which I'm happy about. So for me, it's just long may continue and carry on.
1: Uh yes indeed. Right, on to my notes. The next bit, uh Jason's booked. Ah, 50, 53rd minute, the Saliba go. I'll, I'll let I wanna sit back and i will let you tell the, the boys and girls about this because this is a very, very special moment, wasn't it? Do
0: you know what? I literally was sitting back in my chair and I um kind of was watching the game and thinking, oh, tune it up, we're cruising, we're fine. Bournemouth After their changes, I'll be very honest. Bournemouth kind of got back into the game a little bit. I think towards um, just after half-time, we lost a little bit of control because their two substitutions definitely made a difference. I felt like um, the guy who came on on the left hand side was just told to run at Ben White because you know he's like. Was that Jaden?
1: I think he's yeah. I
0: felt felt like he definitely made a difference um, to Bournemouth's game, hundred percent. And we was under a little bit, I say pressure but we have to be careful about those runs. But anyway, Saliba's goal. Um, Ben White gets the ball, crosses it in, back post. It kind of misses three Bournemouth defenders. It comes up to Granit Xhaka. And Saliba is literally just on the edge of the area, just saying, roll it to me, roll it to me. And Granit Xhaka rolls it to him. Left-footed, Saliba just rolls, just hits it. The flight of the ball is absolutely brilliant. It curls and comes back. It goes out and comes back in. And we're talking top corner. And even I shouted. I was in my house and I shouted, what a goal! (laughs) It was just absolutely brilliant. Just curled, top corner. A striker, Thierry Henry, Alan Shearer, um, Gabriel Jesus Aguero would have been proud to score that goal. Like it was absolutely It was a thing of beauty. The goal, and if you haven't seen it, people, I hope you have. But if you haven't seen it, watch match of the day or on whatever uh, highlight reel you find it on Twitter or whatever. Um, because the goal is brilliant. If that doesn't get goal of the month, I'll be very, very shocked.
1: Because even uh, if it oh, would have been a like, normal, if even if Henri would have scored it, you'd have gone. That's fucking brilliant. Let alone like, a centre back. Yeah. He's only his second goal in his life.
0: That's just absolutely brilliant. That just left footed, literally just caressed it. And do you know what? You gotta give um Granite Jacker credit as well. Because even in the past, the fact that Saliba didn't have to break stride, didn't have to control it, he could hit it first time, you know, credit to Granite Xhaka as well, because it just absolutely breathed thing but the whole package from Ben White's cross to Xhaka controlling it, laying it off for Saliba, Saliba kicking it, just wonderful. And um, I will share something with everyone, dear listener. Um I put in the group and I was very honest, it made my really hard because it was sex. It was pure sex. The goal was just lovely. And yeah, it was just, it was brilliant. And, you know, I think it was great that we were chanting Saliba's name. All game and then he comes up and scores and it just gives us more impetus to chant his name as well and that's what i really really loved as well it was just a thing of beauty
1: it was and uh i i don't, i was busy typing away like an angry badger and i didn't see zinchenko's reaction what did he do i've been looking for photos uh, here
0: he, i'll put it look, check the um product account. i'll put them on there um he ah. literally he was when someone's in a state of shock, he held his head, he was just like, Did that just really happen? Like, what the hell? Like, I can't believe I put a video up as well, Danny. But um, he literally ah, yeah. was just like, What happened? Like, did that did... hold on? Saliba scored that really, <laughs> like he, he couldn't believe it, and it was just yeah, you have to give credit to him because I think even Arteta's um, reaction as well on the bench was just like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot believe this. And this is why we need to get this guy to sign a new contract. He has to. Um, there you go. What he wants, like he has to stay because he's playing well. He's going to be, um, he's definitely going to the World Cup if he continues playing at the rate he's playing. Uh, he might even be the starting centre back uh,
1: for France. Um, well, it wouldn't be yeah. uh, it wouldn't be unjustified if, if he did. If people are wondering why suddenly in the last few months the ABW Twitter account has been something other than just uh, me posting links to shows, it's Carl. Carl could take all the uh, the, uh, the platitudes for that. I think that's a word. I'm not sure. Uh, we've had about 300 new followers since Carl's taken over doing the tweets. So it's a uh, only, only about eight years too late, but at least he's taken over about nine and a <laughs> half years too late. Uh, still at thirty-one thousand though, which is which is which is amazing. We've actually got three thousand eight hundred on Instagram. Uh, that's dropping by on the bloody day as well. Um, but where were we? Uh, Noza. I was happy to say Henri would be happy with that goal. Very true. Lars says, "Please sing the Saliba Tequila chant." <laughs> Go on, Danny. I know you know it. Go on, Danny i don't i don't know i don't know did did it did did i
0: can't wait for that to ring around the emirates because that's gonna just be sixty
1: thousand people sold out even jacker they were singing Xhaka's name and then they did Rocky straight after uh good luck trying to get one for zinchenko though because there's not really much that rises from Zinchenko. oh no hear this song no
0: Zinchenko, oh, always
1: believe in your soul. Oh, yes, because he went on Twitter, tr- didn't he? And he sang it himself, yeah. the um Martin. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, very everyone, good. Everyone, everyone's getting a song. Good. Um, Right, where are we up to now? Um, Yeah, the 66th minute, they were singing Jacka song and then they were singing the rocky one, a night of brilliant chants and songs. 71st minute, Jesu scored but had some fraction <laughs> it was like they they got um um what's those um those crime shows in america the tsi csi what oh, they would C- yeah, they were, yeah CSI, it's like they got, they got those in and found a tiny speck of his dna <laughs> using VAR. And went nope because what a goal that would have been wasn't it it was stunning
0: yeah it would have been a, a, a definitely a crowning um masterpiece to the end of the game, it wasn't to be, but uh, VAR is unforgiving, isn't it? It's either goes for you, like because I thought, um, that Ben White, the second goal was offside, I'll be very honest with you, because it mm. looked like Ben White was offside and they said it was onside. I was like, oh, I'm actually quite shocked at that. Um, but this one I thought was going to be onside and it was offside. So, do you know what? You get one, you get one taken away, it kind of evens itself out at the
1: end, doesn't it? Uh, Rudy is banged us in with another quote. A deflated Bournemouth boss, Scott Parker, uh, in brackets, ex of Chelsea, so he can kiss my body. After the Arsenal beat the Cherries side 3-0 here at the Vitality Stadium, the Premier League is unforgiving. Don't worry, Scott, you'll only be here for a season and then you'll be relegated again. Much like Forest, <laughs> wow, Forest—they're uh, in trouble, Forest. If that Forest go down, the whole of Nottingham is gonna have to be debt collected because they are knackered. Uh, Pete being nice about you there, Carl. We're not having too much of that. Um, and and lots of numbers. At least Scott Parker won't have to get used to Premier League for long ago relegation fodder. <clears throat> I think he's got Fulham promoted twice and Bournemouth promoted once. He's a modern day Fat Sam, or was it Fat? No, it wasn't Fat Sam. Who used to always get teams promoted? Oh, ex-Spurs player Chris Hewton. I think he did four separate teams promoted to the from champ- the championship. Seventy-third um, minute, Carl subs. ESR, Eddie and Tommy on for Odegaard, Martinelli and White. Three at uh, ESR and Tommy. That's a couple of games now. They played midweek for the under-21s in the under the Premier League League Cup. And I think we beat Swansea 2-1. Suarez scored the winner. Um, good to have players coming back. At the moment, the only player out injured is uh, Reese Nelson. And who cares about that? He's never going to get a game anyway, is
0: he? He will in the League Cup or Europa
1: Uh, well, I like him. I think he did well at, uh, at Feyenoord last season, got to the final. But uh, he's not in Arteta's plans. I think he will be, like quite a few of them, maybe used in the early League Cup run uh, and the group stage of Europa League and then come the January transfer window, bye-bye. Which just a shame because he's a Halen boy. I want to see him and Mate the Niles both doing well. Um, oh, yeah, Avon says, we were t- The fans were chanting, you're going down with United. <laughs>
0: I I just love it. I know we swear to the Arsenal podcast, but if that may that they're struggling. I absolutely love it. I hope when they play Liverpool uh, on Monday, like three games, no wins. Oh, just like last season. It? Like, it will you be it. buying a 30, 30-year-old centre midfielder for 60 million. Do you know what? Like, it makes me laugh just watching... The Mag United implode. Obviously, I'm a I'm you know I'm an eighties baby, nineties child, so I grew up hating Manchester United. Them, them and Tottenham are the team teas I hate more. But you have to ask your question. This question: What in the hell are they smoking at Mag United, where they think <laughs> signing a thirty-year-old central midfielder on a four-year contract, giving him four hundred thousand pounds a week, is a good idea? Is that Rabio? No, that's Casemiro.
1: Oh, yes, from Real Madrid.
0: No, 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 no. <coughs> what are they smoking over there? Like
1: there is the anyway, good shit, do apparently.
0: <laughs> it's not, do you know what? Not my circus, not my monkeys. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's a shit show over Manchester United. But you know what? Do you know what makes me laugh even more? The fact that flipping uh Lampard on Gerard are gonna get fired like before the World Cup. I can't wait. I cannot wait till Frank Dunbar gets fired. I
1: really can't. We're looking at the bottom of the... It's going to
0: be soon. League. It's going
1: to be soon. Bottom of the Premier League, Man United bottom, West Ham just above, Leicester with the fraud, uh, Brendan Rogers above that, then Wolves who are just spending money going on everybody, then Everton with a fat fraud, Liverpool uh, 15th, no wins yet this season, uh, then Bournemouth another fraud, Villa with the, the another uh, bin-dipping fraud, <clears throat> and Forest are actually eleventh, and uh Patty Vieira, future Arsenal manager, is in tenth place. That's nicely. Chelsea are down in eighth. Only mate. Normally, I wouldn't take any notice of the league table, but the amount of shit we got last season as totally Arsenal fans—we yeah. of the league after three point after three yeah. games. I think we're allowed to now look at the league and go, yeah. So, oh, uh, Danny you did
0: mention who. So yeah, sorry, who's top of the table, Danny?
1: Uh, Arsenal, I think they are. It's uh, oh, I've got a little um, a little graphic here which is uh, I stole it from somebody else's hard work because that's the kind of guy I am. Um, For people at home, on the bus, on the toilet and and swimming, it's comparing this season to last season. Last season, 0-0-3. This season, 3-0-0. Last season, zero points. This season, nine. Last season, minus nine goal difference. This season, plus seven. So we're 16 goals better off after three games. 20th and first. That's why we're going on about the league table because it's, uh, it's, oh, it's actually relevant, isn't it? Um, you know what,
0: it's, point, it's points on the board as well. So you know, there's. We all know that as much as we want to play around and we mess around, you know, we're going to lose games this season. But the fact that we've got points in the board and we're not having to play catch up, other teams are playing catch up with us is obviously a um, a massive thing for us. I think so. It's brilliant. Now, just think, Man United. we have to lose three games, and Manchester United have to win three games just to catch up with us. Yeah. It's a big points. Nine points is a big points difference. Um, and That's they're not going to win any game soon because they're, they're not going to beat Liverpool on, nope. on Monday, I assure you.
1: Because they are a car crash, and like the McDonald's adverts, I'm loving it. Uh, let's see what the cheeky monkeys in the chat are saying. Da-da-da-da. Uh, Stephen's laughing his arse off. That's good. Fred Turbin. What has Fred got to say that this bloody thing moves too quickly? Parker, Lampard, Gerrard. They aren't actually any good. So, right. Ray Anderson. So, right, Cole. United and Spurs. Hatred by me. Pete Coulson. Bit harsh on Nelson. Really unlucky injury. There is a player there. There is definitely a player there. A mid-table Premier League player, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> formerly known knows. Casemiro is a fantastic player but he doesn't have Cruz and Modric around him at Man United. Well, not yet. I mean, Modric is looking for a final payday. That would be hilarious. It wouldn't surprise me. Run
0: around the Premier League like this. This is the thing. Like, you imagine the midfield of Fred Casemiro and... um, McTominay. McTominay. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it on. Bring it on. Jesus, please. Please,
1: please, Man United, bring it on. Avon uh, says, I'm amazed we are top of the league and yet t- the title has already been awarded to Spurs. It feels like it, doesn't it? Um, Harvey says, Is it Harvey or Javi or Javi? You let me know p- p- phonetically, H or not. Says, Trust the process. Pete Colson, unbelievably signing Casemiro, 70 million for a 30 year old. It's not, They're not paying 70 million, are they?
0: I think um, at the end, I think it's something super like 50 million, 60 up. Yeah. Including, but including the wages, it's almost up to ninety million. I mean, four hundred grand. He literally's going there for a payday. He probably going there for about two, three seasons, and then just say, "Yeah, I will give up," because he's not going to be able to handle the Premier League. That the Spanish league is no way near as fast as the Premier League. And like you said, he hasn't got the people running around for him. He's going to be expected to get up the pitch, get down the pitch. He hasn't, like you said, he hasn't got Tony Cruz popping passes to him. He hasn't got Modric doing it. all he's running for him. He's going to have to do some work. And he's <clears> going to realise very, very soon that, you know, the Premier League is a fast-paced league. And he's just literally a red card waiting to happen. Hopefully, he's the new Granite Jacker. He's just going to get red card after red card because he is a dirty player as well
1: um rounding the game up uh 85th minute chance for jesus blocked by the keeper then Saka had another one blocked and uh, then a substitution 89th minute another great chance for eddie who spanks it low and hard at the keeper and 93rd minute esr had another chance to score from the same position and wasted it that could have been four that could have easily been three more goals uh, uh, towards the end of the game i'm just looking at the the total sh- um, stats for the game the shots we had 12 shots Four were blocked, four on target, and four off target. And so we have a look at the ones that were blocked. Two from Jesus, one Saka, one Odegaard. The ones that were off target, three from Martinelli, one from Gabriel Defender. And the ones that were on target, Saliba, Odegaard, Martinelli, and I think the other one was one. Oh, yeah, their, goal, their player, Mep- Mepham. So, uh and then final uh possession sixty forty, Pass success rate seven uh, ninety against seventy-nine. Aerials one fifteen to seven, corners four to three. Um perfect game really, wasn't it? You can't there's no one got injured, plenty of goals, clean sheet, great day at the office.
0: Yeah, and long may it continue, and then we go again. Uh, next week. So, do you know what? I'm I'm happy. Uh, we've come away, like you said, we haven't conceded a goal. We've scored three. It's just brilliant. And next week at Fulham, I want to say, we're, Fulham at home? Yeah, Fulham at home. Uh, yeah. We can we can beat them. So, do you know what? Yeah, let's uh, crack on. You know, this game's finished now, it's done. We've got the three points. We move forward and look towards uh, Fulham and Leno. does he even get a game? Did Leno start today? Because I don't think he gets a game anymore. Or either way, it doesn't make um, a difference. Leno comes, Leno comes back to the Emirates and even he oh, okay, so next week hopefully we get to put three goals past him as well.
1: Yeah, they are. A, there is goals involved. If you look at Fulham's first few games of the season, 2-2 with Liverpool, 0-0 Wolves, 3-2 with Brentford. But the number of goals that have been involved in in Brentford games, four in their first game, four in their second, and five in their third. So, uh, entertaining. Let's yeah. go and... Uh, oh, Steph says, great show. Cheers, Steph. Uh, Formally says, Fulham are looking more formidable, formidable than I was expecting. Well, uh yeah they um experience. The arsenal, yeah. yeah and uh stefan says remember to tap the like. right we've got some questions to answer first question formerly knows i know pepe on the bench is he definitely off to nice on loan
0: i think so i think it's yep. uh a given that he will be announced probably sometime this week that he's there alone which is good yep. for him uh he needs to get out of arsenal i doesn't i don't say he doesn't like him but obviously he doesn't want to play him pepe needs games um, so go back to France and hopefully rekindle his um his form.
1: Good, Pete Colson. Is it possible our away fans are playing Jedi Mind Tricks to sign a new contract with our big Willie Chanting his name for 70 minutes. Da 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 That doesn't make any sense to me. I thought he said it wrong. Yeah, you did. Um, um. No. But yeah,
0: do you know what? Maybe but I, I I'm hoping, you know. Him and also Saka signing a new contract. I'd love him to do it on the same day. It would just be brilliant. But we need to make him feel loved. And you know, when the players felt loved at a club, of course, it, it goes a long way to uh, building his confidence and maybe signing a new contract.
1: Good. Sye si asks: United v Liverpool. Who is winning? No matter the winner, it's going to be a funny day. Draw would make it so sweet. You know what? I would love Liverpool to smash. Man United. Man. I, I hate yeah. Liverpool more than I hate United, but I just want to inflict I want to. I want to dig that knife in and twist it a little bit. A nice six nil would be magnificent. Losing to, to, yeah, uh, hey? to your
0: rivals. Losing to your rivals is bad enough. Losing to and having no points on the board. I want to see Gary. I want to see <laughs> Gary to cry. I want his tears in my drink. I want, to, I want to see him cry live on a and then talk about how the Glazers are not back in the club, even though they spent. The most amount of money that just how is he a pundit? Like, how he just talks nonsense, but
1: anyway, we move. Um, don't want to ask that question. Um, right, one here from Fred Tur- uh, Thurbin if you could choose between buying two players, selling five players, or sliba and Saka signing new contracts, what would you choose? contracts, I think,
0: yeah, I think definitely.
1: we could get all three of those options the way Arsenal work in it, uh. Selling five players, selling that's giving away, no problem. Buying two players could be done, and Saliba and Saka will sign new contracts. So I'm going to say all three of them are going to happen. You? Yeah,
0: yeah, I I think they could happen definitely, but I'll definitely take the two new contract signings uh, definitely because we need to make, we need to let those happen, get those done quickly.
1: Um, Keysby Knight says this team is giving Monaco 16 17 vibes. I think that is when they uh, they won the title in, in, in yeah. uh, the, the, the Pony League, the, the Pigeon League. What do we call it? Farmers League. Farmers League. There we go. that's something to do with animals. Uh, so the question is, who is the first person from our 24-25 treble winning side to be sold for an astronomical amount? That's uh, <laughs> only two seasons away before we do the treble. That's, that's going to be a fun time. First so one to be gonna, sold? Probably going to be.
0: <laughs> I reckon it's going to be Gabriel to Juventus for £90
1: Oh, there you go. The question... And that's um, the centre-back one. Yeah. Pete Colson asks, are you stressed that Smith-Rowe and Vieira and our amazing players like Tommy and Katie are going to struggle to get into the starting eleven? No,
0: because people need to remember we have Europa League games Um Premier League is one game a week, and that's fine. And I think people need to remember as well that we are going to be playing every single week um, without fail between the, the World Cup. It's two games a week. There's Europa League Cup. Remember, we've got still got to fit in the um, Europa League. We've still got to fit in the League Cup. And that is every single week, twice a week, between now and the World Cup. So they're going to get games. It's going to happen no matter what. We have to rotate. So I'm not worried at all about people not getting game time because it's going to happen.
1: That's what we need. We want competition for places. We need a big squad because this season, people, we are going to be playing almost 50% more games than we did last season. Last season was the lowest number of games we have played in maybe Premier League history. I can't remember. I've got. A, you won't be surprised to know this, Carl. I've got a list somewhere. Uh, Over the number of games played per season but I won't bore you with it um, final question unless I go and find another one in a second is from Stephen Edwards was this the clash of the most attractive managers in the Premier League
0: <laughs> um, are any other good no I think there isn't. Those isn't they're all kind of ugly so maybe yeah maybe these two the hairlines are definitely um, Lego both of them have got Lego hair haven't they so it's funny, but you know what? It's a good game, Danny. We we've come out of this game away. We won three 0 Excellent performance. Saliba's won the goal. We haven't conceded. The good times are here to stay. Long let them continue.
1: Uh, right, people. That is the end of the show. All oh, eighteen seconds past one hour. Um, I don't know who's going to be on the podcast this week. It's no. This is me. <sighs> Washing my hands of the podcast. You have finally got yourself a decent set of hosts Carl, Josh, and mainly Chris. When Chris is away, he's not doing everyone. It'll be Carl or Josh hosting, maybe even John. I will not be hosting the podcast unless there has been, unless we've all been stuffed in the minibus and sent off somewhere. So I'll be sticking to the preview show, the post game show, and maybe not even all of them. Maybe I might get some of them off. So uh, you weren't on last week's show, so you're probably going to be on this week's podcast, Carl. Yeah, I'm
0: not working. So yeah, more than likely I'll link up with Chris
1: and take a he can tell me. I'm trying well
0: to be, be our people and then four hours later we're still talking.
1: <laughs> so it may well be, I'd say it'd be Chris, Carl, and maybe John, because Chris um Chris likes to have three on at a time and rotate. I should be pressing the buttons. Um I will be doing another show tomorrow night with Mike, the uh, the sunday roast so make sure you roasties are there when you're going to get an hour and a half of two fat blokes talking absolute nonsense more nonsense than than usual uh, i will probably do a lone watch the lone watch the back people it's just usually just me on my own the last one did in 26 minutes carl can you imagine me doing a podcast that is only 26 minutes long i bet Chris wasn't on it no, he wasn't on it. It would have been triple that time. So I'm planning to do that probably Monday, which is uh, I really enjoy doing those. It's nice to catch up on the young and um, uh, John Jules. What's his name? He's Tyrese John Jules scored today for he Ipswich. Did. As Ipswich top of League One, Peterborough a second. Um, so uh, there you go. That is the uh, that's the plans for the next week. Uh, other than that, we will be back uh, next Saturday. There's a for the Fulham game. So, uh, thank you very much, Carl. You have been an absolute delight,
0: Daniel. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been, it's always when we win, it's a pleasure. When we don't win, it's not a pleasure.
1: That's a great way of looking at it. Thank you to everybody in the, the chat box for joining us today. Even now, near the waffly end, they've still got 62 people watching, which is lovely. If you're new, give it a thumbs up and a subscribe. If you're not new, to give it a thumbs up. Go and get the link for this, um, get it on an email and in WhatsApp and, and tweet everybody you know with it and go and tell them that we did the show naked and we're, we're ladies or something like that. Or boys, I don't know, or unicorns, I don't mind. Just get people to watch. Um, Give us a thumbs okay. up uh, on any platform you watch this
0: on, whether it be um, YouTube or flipping Spotify or wherever you watch this. We're on or Google
1: Podcasts YouTube. as well.
0: He was a, nice. a light people it's
1: all good, it helps us and if anybody does a, an iTunes review we'll we'll bring it up because I can't remember the last time I even looked at our iTunes reviews, so uh, we will play you out with, uh, I said his name was Dave Sager, Holix, it was Dave Faber not Sager, I got his name bloody wrong uh, we're still in the process I've asked Mike from the grooners pod to contact Holix family and tell him we got the money for his plaque outside uh, the Emirates and I've been messaging um steve's daughter about her what she wants written on her one but um so far nothing because we've got the money we've had the money for about two and a half years to pay for them but trying to organize it is, a, is an absolute pain so uh thank you carl thank you everybody and we will see you later and enjoy the new outro video Bye-bye. take care people bye as soon as i scored that goal, i was fucking livid get down dog splendid business He nearly caught the bloody thing what are you talking about <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. so when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, Microwave immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.